Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. This is Corolla Digital. Everybody, welcome to For Crying Out Loud. I'm SWT. With me is the gorgeous <laughs> queen of comedy, Lynette Corolla, mom uh, of twins. Mom of, I got a ne'er do well. She is uh, a little laryngitis y. Right yeah, now. I'm sorry. I know my voice is obnoxious as it is. Now it's all scratchy. And hi, Brandon, on the wheels of steel. Hello, everybody. What uh, happened to Nick Grimes? In the Nick Rhymes. <laughs> I, I just was partying with him. I think and, he's still in uh, Phoenix somewhere. Yeah, yeah, lost in an alleyway. He was – I love that Nick. I like him. He's got such a funny personality. He's kind of like Phil, our dog. He's kind of scrappy. Um, at, at the end of the night in Arizona, he was working hard. I posted a video of him on my Instagram and on my Snapchat of him like uh, – uh, on the on the party bus mm-hmm. on the wheels of steel party bus mm-hmm. in Arizona and because uh, he does a lot of our social media and he took care of business uh, at the bar crawl at the end of the night he had his shirt off at the fourth bar and was swinging it around because he was done I guess for the night uh-huh. <laughs> swinging it around then came outside because I was getting put in an Uber car if you didn't hear the episode last week or on Monday or Tuesday or whatever or, uh, anyway. Uh, and then he got kicked out. They kicked. They wouldn't let me back in because I took my shirt off. Oh, my God. That's He's so funny. funny. Yeah. In the nick of rhyme. Yeah. 
So um, we've got a lot to talk about today. Yes. Thank you to our Patreon listeners, first and foremost. We want to thank you guys. Yeah. And by now, by now, well, no. Shirts are going to be on the way very, very soon. It, Shirts, signed copies of my book. That was for our $15 yeah. monthly pledges. They get a signed copy of my book plus the stick, Crying Out Loud sticker plus T-shirts. The T-shirts are so oh my gosh. cute. If you haven't seen the, the T-shirts, you have to go online. We're gonna, where are we going to post them? On the Patreon site? Yeah, we can put them on Facebook too. We'll take and a picture Facebook. of us with them and I'll put them on Facebook. They're so comfy, super soft, and so cute. And we have them for men too. But yeah. the girls' version is like, you know, cute. Like, because we really wanted it to be a shirt that like Lynette is kind of her trademark is to wear these big scoop necks mm-hmm. where you, they kind of can fall off your shoulder a little bit. Like and that. so we really shopped around to get the exact T-shirt we wanted and I love it. Yeah. I put it on, by the way, when I got the T-shirts the other day and, and John was like, that's really cute. It is really cute. You know, it's not like your normal – Give like, me T-shirt. No, it's vintagey. Yeah, the, it's vintagey. Oh my god! It's, when I walked in and saw Stephanie in it, 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 it I know is, you were like, "Oh my, oh my god!" I know. And it's super soft, and it's got yeah. the logo on the front, which it, also is vintagey. Yeah. And on the back, it says, "Don't." It says, "What? Don't f it up." Yeah, you're a parent, parent now. Don't, don't f it up. up. Yeah. Oh my god! So thank you guys so much for yeah. all your support. We're gonna and, do. Um, um, I want to talk to. Uh, we were wondering because mm-hmm. it was a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, our boy Brandon had just was starting up a relationship. He was like really into somebody. And then we meant to talk to him about it. Remember, we were like, we want to ask him about his love life. Yes. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I'll tell you all, the, all about my new, I have a girlfriend. And then today we were like, you know what, Brandon, we'd never brought, talked about your love life. And he was like, oh, that's over. Oh, uh, man, wah, easy wah, come, wah. easy go when you're in your 20s, huh? I know. So I wanted to know what, ha- what, happened. Yeah, what happened. What happened? What um, happened? Wait, first of all, you how'd you meet up? her? She, uh, I Is produced The it? Great Love Debate here on the Corolla Digital Network. Okay. And we did a live show at Flappers and Burbank, and she went to the live show. Oh, okay. And did she go there on purpose, or was she yeah, just there for comedy? Yeah, she's a fan of the show. Oh, okay. And um, I didn't actually meet her there when I, after I finished recording and had to break down everything. I walked out and there was a really good looking guy in a suit talking to her. And I was like, oh, I might as well go home. And then I asked the producers the next day about it when we were recording in studio. And they're like, oh, she gave us her number and we'll set you up on a date. And this is like the Saturday before Valentine's Day. Okay. So that's when we first went out on our first date. So had you had any contact with her before just, the I show? Just texted, we just texted and said, hey, oh, yeah, I saw you. I saw you. Yeah, you want to go out sometime? You want to get – yeah, that's fine. So then – so you, but did you simple. meet her there? No, I didn't ever actually talk but, to her. There so she show. knew who you were, though. She just knew who I was, like walking around, because I was running around with microphones and handing things to people. So and when the stuff guy down. was, so when the producers were talking to her, they said, "Oh, do you know?" And she him? came up to them, and they what the other producer goes. She goes around and gets the, like an email list for everybody if they want to get signed up for the Great Love Debate, a, a oh, live okay. show tour where you go and kind of if you're single and Got you it. go to these live shows and they do like half the women on one side, half the men on the other. Okay. And like the women have to talk about sex and the men have to talk about love, so it's kind of like mixed up. Got it. And so she went around and then she saw this girl and she said, "Oh, I'll give you my number too in case you have any other shows or anything coming up." So then when I talked to my producers at the thing, I was like, oh, yeah, this girl's really cute in pink shoes. And she's like, oh, yeah, I know her. She came up and gave me her number. Okay. Like, oh, okay, great. So you texted her and you said, hey, what's up? Yeah. What's up? Okay, what's, what's up? Okay, so then you went on a date. Well, yeah, we went on a couple dates and they were going very well. Uh-huh. And then... How well? Very well without any... There was no sex. There was no sex that ever came about and nothing to... 
We're making out? Like that. Make, just out? make out? Make out. That okay, but a good connection? Between four days. <laughs> good connection, though? Yeah, a good connection, exactly. Like, wow, this is good. Yeah, it was okay. good. And it was it was there. And then, um, I don't know, I got a little spooked out by our last date. What happened? Uh-oh. Well, this is going to be a good lesson. Think of this as you're doing service. Yeah, okay. For women. The thing about me is I was in one relationship and then I got out of it and I figured I don't want to be in another relationship. You I'm don't? 20, I'm 23. I live in Los Angeles. I don't want to be in a relationship for. I just, I don't. Well, then why were you going? But you were, That's then the thing, what was going I, so it had well? It's been about like over two relation- years since I'd actually like gone out on a date or tried to go out with a girl. So I was like, okay, I feel like I should just kind of get back in the game. Uh, okay. So I was, this was kind of more to see if I was ready to do another relationship. Right. Okay, but you were feeling the connection. Yeah. I'm not trying to stop you from telling the story. No, I like to no. really be up on like what's happening. Like so it's going well, but in the back of your mind you're like but this will never be my girlfriend because I don't want a relationship or you were I was like let's to see figure what happens. That out. That's okay. what I was trying to figure out. All right. Out. So there was potential. There was potential. If yeah. she was the right one. Like if yeah. it had kept moving the it, way it, it was it, moving and you didn't feel spooked, it could have It might have gone on a little longer, but I Ultimately, it's like still on me just not wanting to be in a relationship. Okay. Because I like being single and I like doing the things I want when I want, how okay. I want, and not. Okay. So to rub it in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Serious. So what happened? Um, uh, on our last date, there was a lot of like kind of family future talk. We had some drinks and oh, I got geez. a little, you know, I kind of backed out a little bit. And then I called her and told her, you know what? I don't think I'm. I can't be talking about this sort of stuff. I don't even really know if I want a relationship. She's like, okay. And then she came to, we did another live show, The Great Love Debate, and Melrose, Dr. Drew was there. Emily Moore, Sex with Emily was there. And so I thought about it in between the few days, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. She was great. She was super nice. She was very cute. She didn't really do anything wrong because that's what she wants. She wants all that. She's pretty much had it figured out, but I don't, I don't, don't want to be dating anybody. So Did she, so wait. She wanted a boyfriend, though. She wanted to be. She wanted, like, a husband family like thing. Not right away, but yeah, was she, she? she was very much into the relationship. 21. She just turned 21. Jeez, girls. But she was very much like, I'm a long term committed type of girl. How many dates did you go out with her total? Four. Four. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a not big, including the, big fast, the show where we didn't talk. Fast. Yeah. So, how did you tell her it's not. He sounds like he said it so nicely. Yeah, I, I pretty know. much just said it like I said it like the same way. I said, You were great. You didn't do anything wrong. You just want something a bit different than what I want. And I'm, I'm sorry, like, I, this kind of happened for me to fig- really figure it out. But, you know, I did also tell her on our first date, like, it's been a long time since I've been in a relationship. I don't even really know. And then the fourth one came around. There were drinks, but she kind of. She spilled what she wanted and, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. and all that. It just came say, out a little strong. And I, I, I got nothing but respect for the fact that, like, how many people would have just ghosted in that situation, right? I know. I know. I know. He actually, you actually nice. told her exactly I what happened. Her. I called her, yeah. Wow. I feel like there, what did you she can be nothing but, like, okay. Yes. What, what are you supposed to say to that? You're a dick? No, you have no. to be no, like, No, that was okay. her exact response. She was just like, uh, okay, like, I'm. that's too bad. I'm sorry. Like, we're kind of on a different paths. And maybe... Think about it the next two days, and we'll see see you again on Thursday, which we did the live show. And then I was just like, you are great, but I just – this isn't going to work because you want your thing, and I just like being me and doing my thing. So Right. And right. what did she say? Was she, said, she – Okay, well, maybe like in the future sometime, you know, figure your shit out. Mm-hmm. Give me a text or a call or a message in a year or so, and maybe something else I will happen. so would not have been that cool about it. These girls, okay, girls. I don't think. I mean, she's I don't one know of the nicest thing. girls I've ever met in my life, to be honest. Wow, like really, wow, really to the point where. But girls need so to. So you couldn't just maybe be in a relationship with her. No. 
Did you get the grossed out feeling? It would be unfair to her. But be honest. My, be honest, okay? It, yeah, Did you is... get grossed out? Did you get like the, oh, I'm not into this anymore when mm, she started to like lay I started the... to back out once she was laying. I didn't say it to her, but I, in right. my head I was going, oh, this is going to. But because you started feeling that suffocated feeling? Yeah. Yeah. That led to the rest Isn't of the Isn't that the worst thoughts. feeling oh, where you're geez. just like, you're going, you're full steam ahead and then something happens and the brakes just like come to, you can't even help it. You're mm. like, what, what, oh, not in, yeah. no, <laughs> not into it anymore. Now must start working on getting out. Why'd you get a haircut? <laughs> you just go in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But that, that's, that's yeah. the worst feeling is when you feel the feeling. Right. When you're like, no, no, uh-oh. But they're so away. nice. Oh, yeah, and you're like, I can't, I'm not, not. oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, let this be a lesson, I think, to the ladies. And that's a very nice thing. And, guys, because it's a nice thing, you handled it perfect. Thank you. I, I, think, I mean, I think. No, it was, I agree. it was fine. She's, you know, we're not. Yeah. But at the same it. time, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I think just like girls, let it breathe a little bit. But you know what? She had a few drinks and maybe she got, you know, of course, girls can't help themselves. They're going to have a couple cocktails and that's it. They're going to lay it on the line and be like, this is what, you know, for the most part. I just think that girls should try and let things breathe because here's the thing. If she let it breathe and she didn't spook them out, who knows? Maybe Kaylin would have really fallen for her and I probably could have I you, mean see if she was and 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 let it breathe let it breathe let it breathe and then after a couple let of it months breathe, let it breathe <laughs> after a couple of months it, it might have tables could have turned where Caitlin could have been like you know I think we should just date exclusively maybe no maybe I don't know I don't know probably you don't know. probably I weigh on the no side because of me thinking right. how I do and who I am yeah, living maybe where I do. She dodged like, a bullet, though. So it, it, yeah, she but would have dodged the bullet more so than if she than didn't losing say, out on that. If she didn't say that, if she didn't say any of that, would you? Could mm. you have seen you dating her for a while? Yeah, but he maybe. would have ended up breaking up with her anyway. I think he's yeah. twenty three and she's yeah. twenty one, and he's yeah. not into it. Right. I almost feel like th- see because I get so torn. It's like how much of it is us playing games, but on the other hand, like take Vinny's uh, lady for right. instance, like. How much do you go like, yeah, I'm not going to pressure the guy, not going to pressure the guy. And then one day you're like, is he ever going to marry me? Right. And then they're like, no, not going to because I'm not interested in marriage. And then it's that thing where you go, well, should she have asked earlier and then she could have found out? No, this guy is not interested in getting married and gotten out if that's what she wants. Or do you know what I mean? Is that who's on that? Who's who's that on? Well, here's it. I mean, when I got back together with Adam after we broke up. And then we got back together. It was he said, I said to him, I like that we're dating again. However, I want, I'd like to get married someday. Do you want to get married? And he said, yes, I want to get married. I want to have kids someday right. <laughs> with, with, with you. I don't know when, he said. I remember him saying that. I don't know when, but I do. That was all I needed to hear. And then I ne- zipped it, locked it. Put it in my pocket. Never talked about it. I never brought it up again. Now I am, here. I am sitting about saying You're zip it. So and much it. better than I. I, I am. <laughs> no, that but happened I, with I, me too. And then I, I consistently asked about it every ten minutes. But I mean, I've had. And lots. every time I had more than two glasses of Pinot Grigio. 
I had lots of boyfriends. How where come you like, had come... The guy before Adam, I was like, where are you? He just want... I just wanted to be his girlfriend. And he just was like Caitlin. He wanted a date. And he pursued me. We worked together and, and he pursued me and I was feeling all – and he was a little younger and everything. And I was like, this is great. And we were dating and then uh, and then he was like, but I don't want to settle down. I don't want a girlfriend. I don't know what – I don't know when I – turns out he's still single to this day. Mm. Um, but I've been the, the girl though so many times. Me too. The, the Brandon's – date i've mm-hmm. on, i've me too and i can't tell you how many times there was like a guy who was pursuing 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 that i really was genuinely not interested in one particular i remember this guy i was waiting tables and he was like a regular mm-hmm. and he uh every time he was like i just like want to take you out for dinner you know no 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 and then um i had a boyfriend at the time and then the boyfriend and i broke up and it was much later when i really felt like ready and I saw the guy in a kind of a new light and I was mm. like, you know what? I should give this guy a chance. He's so nice. We went out. We had a great first date right. and I was super into it. Second date brought me flowers. Like this guy was uh, like into it. Mm. I got really drunk and cried. Oh, God. Well, I think I wasn't actually quite over my ex right. and was feeling so vulnerable but mm. definitely did some kind of trip about like, yeah, I'm just like – want a relationship and that guy like didn't want to marry me like I told him I'm sh- told him the whole story right and he left me and and um yeah I never heard from that guy again. <laughs> shocking shockingly never heard from him again. He but that's bricks. not the only time that ever happened right where somebody seemed so ready for like right and then they were so not, not. into me anymore right at the, totally I mean I can't I was that person always. I didn't even want to get married at the time. I had a lot of 20s, you know, dating. Where it's like, I just want a boyfriend. And it was like, yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. Like, it, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting paged by Angel, <laughs> the guy, the gangster I was in love with. I talked about him before. His beeper and his pager and I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a rough world. I had out there. so many like unrequited. I was like the queen of when I was younger, younger. The queen of unrequited. Like if mm-hmm. a guy had a girlfriend, oh catnip. Like, I, I was know. just like, oh, a guy who's never gonna be able to date me back. Oh yes, that, that's I'm in. the one. Yeah, that's the one. A bartender at Jeremiah's Steakhouse <laughs> in Northridge. I went there every night for three nights a week for like. Four years while everybody else was going to college and getting a degree. <laughs> Suzanne and I were hitting Jeremiah's <laughs> with my friends, getting effed up beyond belief. There's so many stories that came out of that Jeremiah's in Northridge. But there was a bartender, Mark. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, I don't want to say his last name, but it was an Italian-sounding last name. We've all had a mark, haven't we? Oh, my God. Hey, it was so cute, and he was Italian, and he was the bartender, and so he was serving me, and he was flirting, but he had a girlfriend, and I was in love with him every time, and I would just straight up just be like, when are we going out? When are we going to make out? When are we going to do that? And he's like, uh, and his girlfriend never came to work. Right. And everybody, like the bouncers knew me, the DJ knew me, everybody knew me. The, the, The best was when I had my 21st birthday there, and the manager came out and was like, What? And we're like, where have you been, idiot? <laughs> You're 21 tonight? You've been coming here for two years? Sorry, dude. I got a good fake ID. Where have you been, idiot? Even his girlfriend who worked there was a waitress she knew. Um, he was the uptight manager. But he, um, Mark, I was like, the lights would come on. It's 2 o'clock. Everybody, time to go home. Right, and right. I remember my cans wouldn't come off the bar. The, bar the, the bouncer had to pick me up and like try and carry me out. I was holding onto the bar going... Just make out with me. Just make out. Why can't we just make out? And just like for two years, he was like just shunning me. Two years. I was going, I don't know which one was more pathetic. The fact that for two years I pursued this bartender who had a girlfriend and he wouldn't, nothing would come of it. Or I was going to the bar for two years for three <laughs> nights a week, Monday night football, Friday night, Saturday night. It was so bad. But, um, Finally, finally, I'll never forget. I was wearing red Converse jeans. We went to go see a band play. He came. The other bouncers came. And then he showed up. And then he walked me to my car. And then he, like, pushed me up against the wall. And he just started making out with me. I was like, really? (laughs) Yes. And then he broke up with his girlfriend. Wow. Yes. yes, This has an ending I didn't see coming. Yeah. See? And then what? And then you you got grossed out. Um. (laughs) So then, okay, we had that. Uh, he wanted to and like. And then you got grossed out. And then I got no, Stephanie Wilder it's Taylor coming, story. It's coming. <laughs> so I made out. So we were in the back alley. We were making out. What are we going to wear? I live at home with my mom. Right. He would call in the middle of the night and and he would just call and like I could hear him jacking off or something <sighs> like that. He would do that kind of stuff. No. Yeah. So then I started being like, oh, uh, but <laughs> what? And I knew it was him. Right. But – Oh, my God. Well, like Crane was, calling you? Like he wouldn't say who it is? He knew – yeah. He wanted to hear me talk to him dirty or whatever. My mom would pick up the phone and go, hello. What the hell is no. it calling? And it was just like so weird. And then – so that started to happen. And then I remember going to Vegas and all those guys that worked there were coming to Vegas. And I was like, oh, I so hope wait, Mark's So were you dating there. now No. 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 So you just had the one makeout like session. Like I had the makeout session. And then he'd start calling you. Then he you. started calling me in the middle But not of the night. asking you out. No, he wouldn't ask me out. He I think he was trying to sleep with me. Then we went to Vegas. They were all there. And he came by the pool. Now here's the thing. I saw him every night behind the bar with a white like a white um shirt, button down shirt, blue jeans, you know. He was behind the bar every night for two years. Right. I barely ever saw him out. Right. That one night at the band uh, that was the first time I saw him out, and I was like, you know, coming on to him. That's when he got me in the alley. Right. Then started calling me, and I didn't. I I saw him at the bar a couple times. Then the Vegas trip came. Then all the guys, I was like, oh my god, my heart was beating. I'm like, this is gonna be it. I'm gonna be with him. I'm gonna have things with him. I'm gonna go to his room. Everything's great. 
I saw him, no shit. I saw him by the pool with all his friends, all the guys. He was pale as a ghost. He was wearing like weird flip-flops and like ugly shorts and a shirt. And I was trying to like him. And my girlfriend, Dawn, was like, there he is. And I was like, is it just me? And he got a haircut, a weird haircut, like uh-huh. shaved on the sides with uh-huh. that long, slick back, like uh-huh. guido-y. And I was like, is it just me, Dawn? And she was like, no, but there's Mark Lynette. Like she was egging me on, like right. there he is. Right. And he was still kind of giving me the, you can, I, you know, if you want me, but you can't have me. He was still fucking. He was right. still messing with me. Right. After and that, you were like, I was that's done. not going to work anymore because yeah. now I really now don't, I don't like, like you. Because you. <laughs> you look pale. Like, I, again, every night behind the bar, he had a girlfriend. I see him in, like, right. you know, bar lights. And, and then, then did I it saw flip him around? In the daylight. And I was like, mm, not so much. And then um, I don't really remember. I didn't. That was that. was that. I was just done with him. I was like, mm, not, not, not feeling it. And I think. Did I he still call you in the middle of the night and jack off? <sighs> I think so. I think that lasted for a long time. I would pick the phone up and hang it up. Oh, my God. It was weird. I would pick the phone up and hang it up. I still try to find him every once in a while. I can't find him on Facebook. I don't know what happened to him. He lived in Northridge. I know that. I have so many of those. <laughs> Were you trying to find them on Facebook? Yeah, where I'm like, I, I, I barely remember their last name, though, or it's too common of a last name. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I knew his last name. I just. My first love was like that. Mm-hmm. Scott Williams. Uh, that is a common. From, from Spokane, yeah. But it's like impossible to find the guy on Facebook. I can't figure out. Like there's millions of those that name. Well, don't they So I loved him. Yeah, but they don't – not really because there's so many. There's what so many. And plus right it's now? not – you can't look up Spokane. Not everybody has their city. Right. Where the, and I don't know if he lives there anymore. Might right. like living. Might have moved to Seattle or something. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! I was like in love with him. Mm-hmm. I was a freshman and he was a senior. Mm-hmm. And um, me and my friend, we both liked the Scots. She liked the Scott, and I liked him. And somehow we finagled a double date with these guys. But mm-hmm. he had a girlfriend, and I remember. I don't know if he had a girlfriend or if he was just if he was dating somebody. I mean, it's high school, so how serious? It wasn't like a serious girlfriend, but it did turn out. I was very innocent freshman in high school. I was not anywhere near. I didn't lose my virginity till I was twenty, nineteen. Yeah, that's where you and I. So this was way (laughs) early before. This was all I would do is make Mm. out and let a guy go under the shirt but over Mm. the bra at this point. (laughs) Maybe a little bit under the bra, but not much. Right. Like maybe for a second. Right. And they're right. like, hey, no. no. <laughs> Pushing the hands down. Blue you know. balls. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. And um, I'm shocked that I didn't get date raped. Me too. More often than I did. Me I'm just... <laughs> too. Because there was Me a too. lot. I mean, I remember ma- seriously hot and heavy making out with some drunk football player. Yeah. And having them just be like, you know you want it. Like yeah, yeah. really, really, really pushy. And right. me being like, no, I really don't. But still continuing to make out. Like mm-hmm. I'm just shocked mm-hmm. that nothing really me bad neither. happened. We got carjacked. I think I told that story. But yeah, coming home from Jeremiah's, my girlfriend Dawn, who was the troublemaker – Right. Was like liking this guy and we got in the car. I don't know what happened. We got, we basically got left there. We could, Of course, there's no Uber or anything like that. We got left at Jeremiah's. Of course, we don't have money for a cab. Right. And the guy she liked was like, come with me. And I don't know what happened, but he drove us through 
some weird neighborhood and these these guys at a party like came out and like surrounded the car and they were like, bitch, get out of the car. And they had a gun. And Don, she – because I think he owed the guy money. I don't know. He was a little shady. Uh, Don like got out of the car. I got – and I zigzagged serpentine <laughs> and I ran to like the neighbors and I thanks hid. Thanks to your dad. Yeah, thanks to my dad. They took my purse. I left my purse. I got out of the car and I just ran to like the neighbors, like somebody's front porch and I hid in bushes and Dawn oh found her way towards me and then we st- we stood there and then everybody left. Everybody like, what? Everybody took off and the guy that she liked, Sergio, had his ass beat. Like his <gasps> eye was like, I just remember seeing his eye was like beaten, swollen shut and he still had his car because he drove us. And he drove us home and he dropped us off at Mike Gerstein's Wait, so house. they didn't take his car? They just said, get out of the car? No, they I, they were like, get out of the car. I think they wanted to beat him up. And Dawn and I got out of the car. She went one way, I went the other. And I right. serpentine. I left my purse. And then they beat him up and then they all took off. Everybody left. And then he was like, like just bloody, like sitting in his front seat, like fucked up. I was like, can you take us home now? <laughs> Oh, Bureau, can you just you want see a out of one eye? Yeah. How's that? Is that okay? I mean, Dawn still you squint. She still managed to give him a blowjob. <gasps> she did. Mm-hmm. All beat up. He's the, he still wanted one. That's teenage boys for you. Yeah. He's yeah. like, it's okay. I don't it's need okay. to go to the ER. Yeah. I'll take the Hummer first. <laughs> she was slutty. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Did I ever tell you about Enzo? This. Okay, I love that so name. I've told you about living, I mean, in Springfield, you know, uh, the, it was like full of Italian, like, you know, mafia, yeah. Yeah. basically. It yeah. really was. It's like a total mafia town. Yeah. Um, did I ever tell you about that? How I was trying to tell my parents that it was that it's a mafia town? No. They didn't believe me? No. I freaking live in this place where people are literally getting their legs broken. Like, you know, that was like, hey, Mario takes you out back and like breaks both your legs and leaves you out on a curb. You would in the Springfield paper, you would read every day about somebody who got their legs broken. And it was like constant. And it was these guys in their like jogging suits with their necklace with the, with the Italian uh, yeah, the with the horn. Pink. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. Yeah. That's what you call it. Right. The Italian, yeah, the Italian horn. horn. The big chains. Because mm-hmm. this was like the 80s. Yeah. With you know, Adidas sweat jacket. The Adidas sweat. I mean, it was like classic. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So and there would be these. These restaurants, there was like, I mean, it was like a little mini New York because yeah. Springfield was just, it was, there was mafia business going on. Sure. And one of the judges was like mopped up, whatever you call it, connected. Right. You know, Anthony Ravosa or whatever. Yeah. That was all the bars were full. It was all run by Italians. Oh, I love and it. And we were like these Jews that my parents, we had just moved there. So I started junior year of high school in this town and you get to figure out what's going on fast. Right, right. All the Italians hung out on the corner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you, there were certain areas. Yeah. You don't want to drive right. over by the corner unless, right. you know, you're hanging out. Right. And in, in school, the Italian kids that were like that their parents were maybe a little shady or maybe even not. Mm. They just thought it was cool. It was similar to gangs like in L.A., but they thought, hey, you know, and right. they would talk to you like you're a piece of shit. You know, they'd be like, hey, shut up before I give you yeah. what, you know, that's how <laughs> they talk. Head. Yeah, that's yeah. how they would talk to you. Mm. Right. So my parents didn't believe me. And there was this one restaurant that was like where the godfather hung out. Like, mm-hmm. do you like you don't go there unless you've got business. Right. 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 You're, I would tell my parents just all the time. I was like, this town is not safe. This right. is not safe. This is a mafia town. These people are – you hear about murders every day. Oh what, what do you God. think is going on? Years later, my mom calls me and she's like, you know, your dad and I had a, 
dinner at this restaurant and she was like, you're not going to believe this. It was like the Godfather. She goes, it's like an Italian – Bad stuff is going on. She's like, these people, they kept going into the back and then there was like a guy back there and then they'd come out and then like somebody had a gun. And and I was like, yeah, no shit. I told you not to go to that restaurant. And she was like, it's, this is like a lot of mafia. This is like a mafia town. I was like, come on. Where have you been? Where have you yeah. been? Yeah, but what? Okay, so one guy, Enzo yeah. was Enzo. his name. I never told you this story. No. I was really drunk with my friends one night. As we did every single weekend, mm. and we're it's me and my friend and another friend and like these three guys mm. and this guy Enzo. I don't even know what the deal whether he liked me. I don't know what the deal w- was, but I got drunk and made out with a different guy. Uh-oh. I never had any feelings for this Enzo guy, but Enzo liked. And all you. I can tell you is his name was Enzo. I don't even know if he liked me. I honestly don't know. My friend liked. I I know there were like at least three guys that mm. we were out with that night. And my friend liked one of the guys. It was kind of her boyfriend. They were seeing each other. Right. And she was like, hey, do you want to come out with me and this guy and this guy and this guy and Enzo is driving us, mm-hmm. right? And I got really drunk and ended up making out with one of the guys. Mm-hmm. And then I think I might have given him a hand job. It was one of those – you know what I mean? It was like – which I was not experienced at at all. <laughs> right, I did right, not feel right. even comfortable with. So I think I uh, – I, I immediately afterwards felt shame. Yeah. I don't think I did it to completion. I think I my hand was down there and then I was like, what am I doing? Yeah, I'm yeah. freaked out. Yeah. And then my friend had been making out with her guy <laughs> and then she wanted to leave with uh-huh. her guy or get dropped off or something. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, oh, okay. And I rem- I know I was very drunk. Mm-hmm. And then the the other guy somehow disappeared and suddenly this guy Enzo is like, well, I'll take you home. Oh, my God. He starts calling me a whore like in the car. He's like – oh, he starts acting really weird mm-hmm. and driving around and not taking me home. And then he's like, yeah, how do you like being a fucking whore? Like and he's like – and then I and then I got scared oh my and God. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. What's going on? And then I was like, just drop me off. Just drop me off. And of, same as you, though, where I had no money. Right. We didn't have phones no, back right, then. Right. So there was nobody to call. No. And there was no way I was going to get home. No. I was far away right, from right. my house. And I mean, and it's late at night. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably like mm-hmm. after midnight or something. Mm-hmm. And then he makes me – and I had to pee, I remember. And he takes me to his house, but mm-hmm. he won't let me come in. I was like, can I, can I use the bathroom? And he won't let me come in because he's like, no, because you're a whore. And my mother doesn't like – that doesn't want no whores are going to come around and he's talking to me like that but in this calm like a psychopath voice but in that Italian too you know and then I was like oh my god he's going to rape me like I was pretty sure this was going to be end very badly for me and then somehow he left his mom's house and he were driving around and I'm really scared and when we were Within like a mile of my house, he starts really calling me names, calling me a bitch and call, and telling me like, you know, that I – like how do I walk around being such a whore? And I jumped out of the car, moving car. You did. And I was drunk. So – but I was really scared. And uh, all I know is uh, now I'm crying. I'm hysterically crying, thinking I was about like going to get raped. He leaves because first he's yelling for me. I mean I opened the door and like rolled out of the car. But I think I might have been arguing with him so he had slowed down. It wasn't (laughs) like I jumped out of a car going 50. But we were driving down like a side street and then I just opened the car door and jumped out. And I was hurt. So like I'd hurt my ankle and I remember I was like kind of like got a hole in whatever I was wearing. But then – and then I was like, okay – 
I thought about going up to somebody's house right. and asking for help. But, you know, I had that feeling of like, what's this going to look like? Yeah. Some <laughs> drunk it? girl, who one o'clock in the morning, I'm going to go to somebody's house and go, I almost got raped. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I just made the decision in my mind to walk home. Wow. So I walked home. And I just remember I had – and I never told anybody. Like I didn't oh – because God. what were my parents – like I was yeah, out yeah, yeah. with some strange guys drunk. Right, right. So I didn't – and nothing actually happened except that I was terrified and positive this guy was going to like rape me. Oh, my God. But I remember coming – getting into the house and never being so relieved. Like and by this – I had to like pee in a bush. Because uh-huh. I still had to pee. And right. I just remember the feeling of going, I have to pee so bad. I'm going to like – and I just remember going like – and I'm, that was not the last time I got myself in a situation like that, by the way. Right, right, right. Like I right, didn't learn right, a lesson right. and go, I'll no. never get drunk with strange – no, I did it to hundreds of Hundreds times. of times. I know. Me too. But I, I never – I'll never forget being that – jumping out of a car. Oh, my God, Stephanie. Yeah. And then I remember being outside somebody's bushes and thinking, like, I'll go up to a house that I saw lights on. Right. But then I was like, that seems crazy, too. Like, I can't just right, go right. up to a strange house. Mm-hmm. And, well, because my plan was, if I did go to the house, call my parents to come yeah. get me. Right. But, but then I really but, had to think better of that, too. <laughs> well, no, what it, was, what it was was I had a key to my house. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you did, too. So my parents yeah. would lock up and right. go to sleep. Right. And then right. I would creep in at, like, 1 in did the morning. Did your parents... If you did, you go home sometimes, or did did you always go home, or did you, sometimes you spend the night out? I think I always went home, unless I said I was sleeping at someone's house. Okay, but so, all of our parents, I didn't. There wasn't anybody who had like a like a single parent situation where no one was around where you could go crash there. Nobody right. had that going on. Everybody's parents were pretty much like you could. Yeah, we had a crash. We had my friend Pam's house was the crash house. That house was. Just debauchery constantly. Like, I mean, that's where we would just hang out. There'd be like bodies sleeping, all of our friends from high school, black guys, Mexican guys. <laughs> I mean, just right. everybody would just right. flop there. One time my mom came to pick me up there. She never did that, but she came looking for me. And uh, Brendan, our friend, who was a very good friend of ours, and he's a black guy. He answered the door in a towel because we had like water balloon fights and everybody was wet. Right. And he's a black guy. My mom's Italian. He answers right. the door and she's like, where's the Lynette? And he was like, oh, hold on. Lynette, your mom's here. Oh, no. Um, oh, my God. She like grabbed my arm and sunk her nails. There was so many nights, though, like exactly like you where I could have gotten – I was by myself. I ended up, up – Dawn was the, the – she was the, the partner in crime and my girlfriend Pam. But we would go out. We would get drunk. We would have no money and either we were too drunk to drive or so-and-so left us. It was always so-and-so left. Where would they go? They left. They don't – they – our friends never thought, how is Dawn and Lynette going to get home? No, they just would – or they would say we're leaving and then they would leave. And they would think, well, you know, Michael drive them home, and Mike thought so and so's driving us home, whatever. Right, right. And then we would be stuck asking, "Can you give us a ride? Can you give us a ride?" Me we too. Didn't hitchhike, but we would ask like the bouncer, right? And we would be drunk, like drunk. You know, I had to be carried in. I woke up with writing all over me. <sighs> I mean, there were so many times. And Dawn was a driver, where she she was like a guy, and. <clears throat> 
one time I dared her. She got a new Hyundai, <laughs> and she loved to do e-brakes. And I dared her to do uh, e-brakes all the way down Van Owen Boulevard. What's an e-brake? She would do like – she would drive fast, and then she'd pull the brake and, and, and try and fishtail. Like, uh, okay. Like, like a handbrake. Handbrake. Pull on the handbrake. Okay. Oh, like pull the emergency brake? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we, I don't know why. We, so we – and there was a school parking lot that we all hung out in. Right. And Mike Gerstein was the one – I think I've told you guys that he's he had the El Camino when he would do right. – his thing. And so she got the car. And so she was trying to do the Mike Gerstein thing with the e-brakes. And I dared her, okay, when we get to Van Owen, there's not going to be any. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I dare you to do e-brakes all the way home. And then all of a sudden, mew, red and blue lights in the back. My heart sank. Oh, my God. I was like, we're going to jail. We're going to jail. We're going to jail. And the guy came over. He got her out of the car. What the hell are you doing? Yelled at her. I don't know what happened. She got back in the car, shaking like a leaf, and we left. He let us go. Thank God he let us go. She had an eighth of weed, by the way, in the back seat. She took it, I did, unbeknownst to me, and she just threw it in the back seat. And it's just sitting on the top of her clothes, just a weed. If you guys were black, you would have been shot. Oh, my God. I mean, just the things we did. The one and only time I did ecstasy. I hated it. Was with her and Mike Gerstein, and we were in a park, and we were. She was driving. We could have gotten pulled over. You hated it. I hated it. I didn't like that that feeling. I didn't like that feel like. I didn't like the coming down. It felt like we were happy, and then we were devastated. We were happy. There were times at the park. We were sitting in the park, and Mike was sitting on the swing, and he was drinking a beer, and he was going, "My life is shit." My life is shit. And me and Don were like, no, it's not, Mike. No, no. And then we all would be like crying with him. And then we'd be laughing hysterically. Oh, my God. Put on Van Halen. Who's got the CD? Putting on Van Halen, like singing. Like one minute you're up, the next minute you were down. That's that's how it was for me. And I, it was like, ugh. I didn't like it. It was just weird. I felt like her car was like a limo. It was like shoes. What was that That Van Halen? Because I know it was the same time as me. It was the one with VH H? on it. That was this, the this, album you're talking about, right? Yes. What album? What Van That's Halen the album first was album. That? That's the first album. Van Halen 1 had the VH. All their albums kind of had that, that VH on it. I feel it. like I just remember Running all with the, the devil. songs. Running with the devil. Jamie's. Uh, Jamie's what? Anyway, w- one yeah. morning I woke up and there was VHs carved into the tree all the way down the, the my one, friend Pam Street. Oh, what's the? Yeah, that's Van Halen no, too. The best of is the one I'm picturing, but that Van Halen. Oh, the one, the one. Um, sorry, we're looking at it. The one where it says Van Halen, the black one. Right what's on in that? The no, 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 no. Oh well, that yeah, one. that one. Yeah, What's that's on that. Well, that's Van Halen. Best oh, that's a new. Oh, that's but a that's what of. Van Halen one looked like. The cover. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I know. I know every single well, what's song. That? Yeah, that. What's that one? That's nineteen seventy eight. That's the first Van one. Halen, yeah. Van Halen. Yeah. What's one. the one from the eighties? I feel like I'm remembering one from the eighties that we listen to constantly. Oh, the blue one. Van no, Halen two. Van Halen too. Wait, what's on that though? I want to see what's on that. Nineteen seventy nine. I feel like. I just remember the one from high school. You're no good. Dance the night away. No, that's not the one that we listen to constantly. Uh, women in love. girls. What about Fair Warning? Is there one warning? from the 80s? Fair Warning. Check Fair Warning. Go back to the left. <laughs> oh, my God. This is not good podcasting, Wait. but it's interesting to me. Yeah. 
Uh, no, uh, go. What's the Where's we'll fa- that one? Click on fair warning. I think she's thinking. Oh, I know what you're thinking. Mean Streets, Unchained. No. Cha- Let no. me see the greatest you're, hits. You're thinking of 5150 with Sammy Hagar. That's what I think you're thinking of. 1984. Probably. The, the album 1984. Uh, Oh, the album 1984? Yeah, that's what David Lee Roth, that's his last, that was his last, I think that was his last uh, album. Well, what's on? Uh, Panama. What's hot for on Teacher. A, that's Best Of? Okay, Hot for Teacher. Yeah, yeah. Hot for Teacher, Panama. Uh, yeah. That that's yeah. That was. Uh, Panama. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. That's what I'm remembering. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Okay. So you would be – There was just hot. tons of van – going to the beach, going, you know, and going to the, the – going to um, the drive-in every night, sneaking into the drive-in. Every day, like Easter vacation, we went to the beach at Pam's. Everybody spent the night at Pam's. We went to the beach and then at night we went to the drive-in every single night of the week and just, just got – Yeah, I feel like I went out all the time too. And I remember another song that was like our Shock the Monkey. Remember that one? Oh, I remember sitting in the back of a car, stoned out of my mind, Ugh. playing when and they played Shock the Monkey over and over and over. Yeah, I remember that. Shock the Monkey. Shock the I remember Motley Crue. They would play Aerosmith. Aerosmith. All that. Yeah, a lot of classic bands. rock going on. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I feel like I could come home sort of, but I had a curfew. So maybe really? I did sleep over at people's houses. I know. We should um, – Let's talk about texture. Let's talk about texture. Sure. Texture.com. Sure. Our favorite. One of our favorites. Um, <clears throat> you know why? It's fun for the whole family. Yes. And you don't have to buy a bunch of magazines. I'm always in the stand – uh, in the at the new, at the you know when you're check the checkout stand right and I'm like thank God I don't have to buy all these magazines anymore I know. you know because there's great. texture you got and texture I can just, I can it's just an app cherry pick the articles I want to read that's right and go oh I want to read that Us Weekly article about the Bachelor couple but I don't want to buy the whole magazine because I don't care about the Kardashians those charmutas <laughs> <laughs> texture is one of our favorite apps and by the way. They have a free trial right now. So if you go to texture.com slash F-C-O-L, you'll get a free trial. You'll gain immediate entry to all of the top magazines, back issues, bonus, video content. Um, and it, it, they have everything for the whole family, all the magazines you can think of. It's like Netflix um, for for magazines. Yeah. And it's all in one place. All I don't across get to the... just read Us Weekly. Right. I could read People. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. or I could read Seventeen. And I'm then you don't have to be. Heart. Then you don't have to be judged. Exactly. Adam's like, I don't want to see these people magazines. <laughs> anyway, texture.com/fcol, and they have every magazine you can think of. Yeah. Try your free trial. Do it. And also, let's talk about Blue Apron. I love. While we're telling people about stuff we love, I love Blue Apron. Is you know we Lynette and I talk a lot about trying to eat, trying to eat healthy. Trying to like make dinners, nice a hot meal for yeah. the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, what mm-hmm. is it? Three, three, uh, three hots in a cot yeah. for the kids. <laughs> yeah. You know what better way to get one of those hots in hey. than Blue Apron? Blue Apron. Where this is what I don't like about cooking, and this is where Blue Apron helps you. Mm-hmm. I don't like when I find a recipe that I want to make, and I have to buy like a whole thing of like sweet paprika. When yeah. when the heck am I going to use sweet paprika right. again? Exactly. Not until the next time I make that recipe, which might not be for another four years. <laughs> right. Right. So at least with Blue Apron, you can make a delicious hot 
tasty recipe, mm-hmm. and they will give you just enough of the spice that you need. So you don't have to spend six ninety nine on something, you know, that you like don't need some weird spice right. that you don't need, or or like a whole jumbo thing of soy sauce or a whole whatever. They bring you the ingredients you need. It's very cost efficient too. It only you're only really paying like ten dollars a meal. That's great. Yeah. And listen, if you don't get it for yourself, it does make a great gift because like somebody that just had a baby and can't get out of the house. Oh, perfect. Or newlyweds, you know, they can open up a bottle of wine and have a nice romantic meal together. Yeah. So, what do our listeners do, Steph? Uh, they go to blueapron.com. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, blueapron.com slash podcast. That's right. You know, and that's not podcast like you have to put in our podcast. It's just podcast. Uh, Blueapron.com slash podcast. And you will get uh, some free stuff. (laughs) Right? Yes. Amazing meals. You get your first two, yeah, free stuff, two meals free. That's a lot of free it's a lot That's of free, right? right. Is all I'm saying because they want you to. They know you're going to love it. So if you try it, try it, yes. you'll love it. And it's affordable. It's less than ten dollars a meal. It works out. Yeah, blueapron.com. You can have chicken cacciatore or kimchi and barley miso ramen. Mm. Oh my god, we make Great. blue apron all, like at I least know you once love a week. it. Yeah, it is. It's good stuff. Yeah. So man, we talked about a lot of stuff, but um, should we take a few Facebook questions? Sure. Let's All right, from the bottom up. All right, yeah. <laughs> Melanie Torres Scott wants to know: Is sexting cheating? Yes, of course it is. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm so opinionated. Listen, if it's not cheating, it's certainly leading to cheating, right? Right. I would think. I mean, who are you st- sexting? If you found if you found out that Adam was sexting, would you feel that he cheated on you? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I would feel. Yeah. Pretty devastated. Yeah, that's 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 like playing with fire. Something's definitely wrong in your marriage if one right. of you sexting with somebody. Right, right. What is what is sexting anyway? What do they do? What is? I feel what, like it's like, like hey, talking wanna... dirty over the phone, except for you're texting back and forth dirty messages, right? Yep. Maybe that's, a dick pic. That's pretty much what it is, right? The boobies. Some, you're, you're showing your parts, and then they're showing. Then they're sending you something, and then you're talking about what you want to do with those parts that you're sending each other. But then, don't you see those pictures <laughs> on your photo stream? So even if you're like sexting and you're Brandon, who's single, like at, I don't know. I well, mean, there's not always pictures. I mean, I've, I don't send any pictures or really ask for them. But that doesn't mean that you don't talk. sex sex other people. You can still sex each other, but without. You can just talk dirty, but in a text. Doesn't that take a while, though? Like, how are you going to use it? Especially with an Apple like phone, you know, with your iPhone. You're like trying to make sure you spell a lot of spelling errors. Autocorrect is having to really help you out. Ducking, how you want to (laughs) duck. Spelling isn't really usually an issue when it comes to sexting. It's not like got to be grammatically correct. Why don't you just talk on the phone at that point? Sexting seems really hard. Just call each other and talk dirty if you want to do that. Yeah. Well, maybe you're around some other people and you don't want them to know. Mm. Well, then what's the point? If you're not, why are you sex? Oh, yeah, because fun. then you're going to pitch a tent at work, right? A what? You know, get <laughs> hard at work. <laughs> it and happens. Then, then you, then what? And that's oh, it. Some people are being loud out there, huh? I know. What the Who's hell? That? Hey, so wait a minute. I have a question for Brandon. That's fine. Oh, yeah. It's Brandon. okay, Brandon. 
Okay, now he's yelling at them yeah, to good. be quiet. Good. We need some muscle around Tell here. Adam to shut the F up. Oh, was that Adam? I don't know. Oh. No. no. Okay. Um, Rob. Oh, God darn it. Who's Bob? Rob. Rob. Oh, Rob. By the way, guys, yeah. about, the ch- about the swearing thing, I've been seeing some get off my internet chatter about why we can't swear. Everybody thinks everything's a conspiracy. I know. It's like, know. here's the thing. That's a big whoop. <clears throat> we can still swear once in a while. It's just that the advertisers, and I get it, like they didn't, it, it's a different kind of show. If you're advertising on, let's say, a parenting show and your blue apron, let's just say, maybe you don't want to just hear a bunch of like really filthy, expletive feel, uh, filled talk. And I, when that was, when they were, when we were told that the whole Corolla Digital is trying to e- easy on the F bombs mm. and swearing, I was like, I get it. And yeah, you but know what? Adam too, like on his show. Yeah, but and but I understand honestly. I was not like, what? We're getting censored because I I feel like, look, if you said you can never swear ever and you have to keep it perfectly clean, like you're on the Voice, then that's a little harsh, you know. Right. Sometimes we're we you know we want to blow off some steam, but it. Basically, how it was told to us is like not a bunch of really filthy talk and f bombs every other word, and right. and so yeah, what is some going to sneak but through? We still are talking yeah, about dick <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about what we want. So I wouldn't worry that like we're not. Everybody's like, no. oh, don't clean up your act. We're not cleaning up our act. We're still right. talk. We're not censoring ourselves. Right. We're just trying not to sw- talk in such a way that advertisers would not want to advertise on our show. Right. That's all. Yeah. Um, we're Brandon. business. We're business women. We're business mm. bitches. <laughs> so let me ask you, Susan. Uh, okay. Well, my friend who's single and uh-huh. dating, right? <laughs> she like meets a guy or whatever. They go on a date a couple times, and then it's like, um, like, are is there like, are you guys still doing that thing where uh, you wait like four days to call? Like, if you meet a girl, no, no. like the three day rule or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Is that no. still in effect? Uh, That's not for, not changed for me, not since for us. swingers. And, and now it's not like you can you can text too now. So right, like I don't. So, but, I wouldn't wait three days. I didn't wait text. three days once I got that girl's number. I don't wait. Okay. No. So if you go out with a girl and you have a great time, everything's good. Do you text like that night when no. you get home and say if, like well, I had if a she good says, time? Like, text me when you get home, so I know you're. You know, sometimes that happens, and I say okay, text what, me. Was she you get your home. mom? Then that's, that's one a turn off. And then, okay, but yeah, but would you text the next day and be like I had fun? Yeah. Would you call yeah. or would you just keep it to texting? I'd probably keep it to texting. And then would you be like, I had a Unless great I had time. like a really busy day and I didn't get home till like late at night and just didn't talk. And then I was like, okay, then I could probably call and get like a, a day rundown. But if it's during the day and I'm not really doing anything, just, just text really quick. Hey, what's going on? Had fun last night. What are you doing? Okay. But, but unless I don't have time for that, I'd, that's the only time I do a call is if I don't have time. For right. The day, the right. Play by play of the day. Okay. Because she's like, I think, you know, guys nowadays, they don't. The calling, yeah, that's the calling. They don't, they don't call. Everything is on text, and I wouldn't like that. I know. Also, how long do people wait nowadays to sleep with somebody? Like, is it kind of expected now sooner? I don't know. I mean, can you still I, I think wait it's, three I think dates? It's also about the. It's like three dates. If so it's that's not, still going on. If it's on. not after the, the third date, then it's like, okay, what's going on? Are you are you like just wanting to wait for even longer? Or right. That's are when you, you gay? Yeah, something like that. So what if it's before, or like it's on the first or second date, then are you like are you turned off? No. Wait, there was two questions. Am I what? Are you turned off? No, I'm turned on. Okay. On the first, on the first date? Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, I don't care. You're not I don't like, care if, you don't think they're a big whore? 
No, not at all. I don't care if girls like to have sex and fun like men do. What about what about if they your want guy? to stay conservative? That's fine. What about your peers? Are they uh, on the same uh, wavelength as you, or are they are they? Which peers? Like, like my like, friends or like, yeah, like guys friends. your age? If they sleep with the girl on the first or second date, are they like, okay, I'm done with her? If they're douchebags. The okay. Or unless they just both wanted to hook up. It's okay. so hard to know. Like it's like, okay, if it's more than three dates, you're out. Right. But if it's under three dates, you're out. Well, like how – you know, know what I mean? Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not single. Jeez, Sorry. Please. But Heather, this leads us to Heather Peraza who wants yeah. to know dealing with friends that are single and struggle to find relationships. Yeah. that's It's hard. I think it's hard both ways. I think if you're single, it's probably annoying to hear about your friend's marriage all the time when – if that's what you want because you, you say struggling to find relationships. So we all have those friends that are like – so want to be married or want to be in a relationship right. and then it's hard because you can't go like husbands, right? Yeah, I know. Because right. they're like, no, no. not – I would do anything to have like, – Yeah. I It's – well, Suzanne's single. She's – it's it's very frustrating for her to find somebody, you know, uh, in Los Angeles that's, uh, that's w- willing to go on more than like four dates or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Then she goes to Arizona and she's like, guys, there's a lot of guys in Arizona that were cute. They were talking to her. Da, 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 da. I don't know. I, I, is it L.A. or is it everywhere or um, it's just – it's hard to tell. I think L.A. is harder. Yeah. Because, you know – but we don't know where Heather lives. She could live anywhere. I mean I think it's hard any anywhere to meet somebody that you really get along with who's available and has worked through issues and especially if you're maybe you're older or you've been married before. Like it's got to be tough anywhere. Right. L.A. especially because a lot of people are very career focused. Yeah. So they're not looking for that. Like they've come here for a reason. Right. To make something happen, whether they're trying to be an agent or trying to be an actor or whatever. They're very focused on that. Like mm. a lot of people are not here just going like – I want is to like meet a nice person and settle down. Like right. they're not, but I would imagine that in other places, even though they are, it's still hard to you know find the right person. There is this <clears throat> website, or no, that there's this app called Raya or Kaya. I think it's Raya, R A Y A. Have you heard of it, Raya? Is this the one where they have to be approved by your Facebook or you have by to three have references? people? Yeah, have to approve you, and they look at your like Instagram follower. Followers. Secret dating app for famous people? Oh, that's for famous people. Mm, I get. I didn't know it was for famous people. I knew famous people were on it. Elite dating apps, private dating apps, see what celebrities use to find love. It's coming up on my Google search. <laughs> yeah, that uh, you have to be approved by three people or whatever. Anyway. Uh, oh, Paul. Wait, Paul Marks is my friend. So yeah. I'm going to ask his question. I, I, I don't even know what it seems familiar. He is so cool. Did we have him on before? No, no. But he's uh, he's another one that is like he reminds me of Diane, my Diane Reichling. Yeah, because he will he's on Facebook and he will argue with people too for right. us. Like right. he doesn't suffer fools right. on Facebook. <laughs> right, right. He's got like good politics and he's super smart and he's funny mm-hmm. and um he he's like on our Facebook page a lot. Right, right. And on my, anyway, he's real really cool dad. Um, how to give well off kids well-off kids' perspective on how lucky they are compared to other kids in this country and around the world without traumatizing them or making them feel guilty? That's a great question. Yeah. I think, you know, one thing that helps is not to constantly tell them that they're well-off, 
right? right. I think I think yeah. you know, kids like I don't know, for my kids because I I have to realize like I think we're not well off like mm-hmm. when I look at, you know, I think we're very middle class. But mm-hmm. if you compare it to the rest of the country, you know, I mean, I feel like, well, we live in a small house and we're, Mm. you know, struggling to pay for health insurance and all that stuff. But then if you look at the fact that, like, I can go to Target any day of the week and buy whatever I will. Like, I'm not – like, they're not going to not do an activity because it costs 100 bucks. It's like – so in that way, they are well off, you know? Yeah. But, like, you ever deal with these kids that are like, wow, your house is so small. Like we live in a really big – like it's obnoxious and I think that has to do with the parenting. I think if you're telling your kids, oh, we're really rich, mm-hmm. your dad makes a lot of money, there's a certain culture mm-hmm. in L.A. that um, – mm-hmm. I won't say which one uh-huh. – that really likes to t- talk about like how much money they have, how much everything costs, how much their bag costs, how much their – you know? I, I don't have time for those people. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't stand those people. Like I would bet you that Kyle's kids on Real Housewife like know how much money they have. To me, that's that's uh, what does Adam call it? It's uh, rich hillbillies. Mm. They don't know how to behave. You know what I mean? Right. Like if somebody has money, you don't brag. You know. You know. What I, I don't know. Yeah. You, just, you have some humility about it. You just don't. Here's uh, here's what you do. You don't give your kids everything you want. We talk right. about this all the time. You don't go like, of course, yeah, you can have whatever. You right. want that? Right. And then your kids don't expect that every single thing they say they want, they can have even if you could afford it. Right. Yeah, I'll tell you. I Yes, it's hard. But I just yesterday, Sunday, we're home and the kids, they're, they're really into the Rubik's Cube, both of them. And they're like, can we buy the whatever? There's so many different types of Rubik's Cube, by the way. They want some speed one. I don't know. And they're $7 or something and they look on Amazon and they're like, Mommy, can you buy? And I said, you know what? I'll buy you those Rubik's Cubes. Let's get together right now. Let's clean the house. You guys do that. And they have their chores or something. Right, right. Vacuum. They both clean. I said, I want to see your bathroom sparkling. They spent an hour in that bathroom by the way, went through all of the – they didn't have to use a whole box of Clorox <laughs> wipes. It's like just take a rag. But no. But they they spent an hour in there. She was cleaning the bathtub. He was cleaning the, the sink. They vacuumed their – both of them vacuumed their bedrooms, uh, picked up dog poop. They spent, a, you know, yeah, a good, good amount of time. Okay. That's Fine. a good way to – Okay. Yeah. Now you guys earned your $7 yeah. Rubik's Cube. I say, Paul, uh, make kids earn stuff, yes. like Lynette just said. And also, obviously, um, you know, give money to homeless people. Yeah, I, I love address that. the right. fact that there's homeless people yeah. and that, like, that not everybody, you know, gets to yeah. live in a house and has a roof over their head and not in a way that makes them feel embarrassed uh, right. or sad all the time, but you know, to do charity work and to yes. like, you know, and and the holidays to give some stuff away and yeah. to do toy drives and yep. to, I yep. mean, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But Absolutely. at the right schools too, I think that, I mean, I don't know, for me, because my kids are at a charter school and it's all about socioeconomic diversity. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of attention paid to charity where everybody gives what they can give. Right. And, you know, a, a spirit of giving and everybody kind of being equal and special yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So, 
You know, yeah. don't send your kids to some super hoity-toity school right. where they're going to turn into assholes. Right. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Simplicity. Yeah. This was a good show. Ah, uh, my Man, voice is tired. You should be tired. We just talked for two and a half hours. Yeah, we did. This podcast is so much fun. We love our listeners. Thank We're, you guys so Patreon much. Patreon is um, going great, you guys. Thank and you. Um, we didn't talk about this yet, this show. But just to let you know, Lynette and I really spilled spilled our guts mm. on our bonus content uh, that that was available for last Tuesday. And I believe if you sign up, you will have access to the past bonus content. Once you're a $5 or up, all it is is $5 a month. That's the lowest you can donate to be able to have access to the bonus content. Right. But think about it. It's $1.25 a week. Yes. Okay. So it's less wrong. than less than 75 cents a podcast. Get... $10, you get a t-shirt. Oh, okay. Um, and $15, you get uh, a signed copy of Gummy Bear Should Not Be Organic, a t-shirt, a sticker, and access every month to the nice. bonus content. Yeah, every week there'll be bonus. So, so this week we really just went for yeah. it and talked up a storm about mm-hmm. our personal lives. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, get in on that. Thank we you guys you. so much. You're a parent now. <laughs> Don't have it up. <laughs>
Digital. Stay tuned for the latest AP News headlines from Podcast One right after this. AP Update, I'm Ed Donahue. The ranking Democrat on the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee, Elijah Cummings, says he didn't have an opinion about the future of Michigan Governor Rick Snyder before today's hearing on the drinking water in Flint, Michigan. The more I listen and the more um, I watch the governor, I think that it is time for him to go. At the hearing, Cummings said if Snyder were running a business instead of running a state, he would probably be facing criminal charges. Cummings says he is not the only one to blame for the lead in, uh, drinking water problems in Flint. Let me be blunt. This was a failure of government at all levels. At Snyder at the hearing, the chair of the committee, Utah Republican Jason Chaffetz, says the Environmental Protection Agency also deserves blame, telling Administrator Gina McCarthy at the hearing she failed and suggested she should resign. AP Update, I'm Ed Donahue. This is Corolla Digital.